I want to say to you this is when we say people like, just go for the no, do it, that behind all of the motivation that you might hear and the confidence is that it takes courage. It takes courage to do something interesting with your life, like build a network marketing business, say yes to an online business. Welcome to You're Not the Boss of Me. If you are determined to break glass ceilings and build it your way, this show is for you. I'm your host, Beth Graves, and I am obsessed with helping you to not just dream it, but make the plan, connect the dots, and create what you crave. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome back, my friends, to episode number 102. Do I say 102 or 102? I like 102. I'm so, so, so grateful and and happy to be here with you today to, that you said yes to You're Not the Boss of Me. I can't stop saying that enough because it makes such a difference when I hear from you even asking me for episodes and saying, hey, could you cover this? So during the next four weeks of summer, we are going to have 15-minute episodes where we are going to go through A, B, C. And A is the abundant shift and that that I would love to share little pieces of how you can shift to be more abundant in your mindset, in your energy, with your business. And that's the foundation. Those are the things that that bring you to that high vibration state of, I call it um, the good mood the good mood business, when when you feel all is right in my world. And sometimes that's a decluttering project. Sometimes it's dancing to Beyonce. Sometimes it's some personal development. But we're going to ha- talk about the abundant shift in your business. And then we're going to go to B, the building blocks of your business. And I'll give you a skill, a building block skill that has worked for me, for many on my team, That that is something you can apply right away into your business. And then we will go to C. The C part of your business is going to be called conversations. Um, Conversations meaning how do you have conversations? I'm going to give you a specific example of conversations. Sometimes I will relate it to some content, perhaps in stories, reels, social media, Maybe you'll be standing at the pool and someone says, what is this thing that you're doing? How to have those conversations and not sound like you are reading from a weird script from 1984, <laughs> from buy my, buy my scripts, right? But there are ways to have conversations that can move you closer to what that result that you want to have will be. So that is what we're going to be doing in these next episodes. And this one today, we will we are going to talk about cold messaging versus connected messages and what that could look like for you and why you feel like when someone says, I don't cold message, I never send someone an invite, they come to me, what that might look like behind the scenes and how if you do feel that you want to send a message to feel okay with it. And we're going to talk about that for the episode as the building block of the business. And then we are going to go into how to have those connections and perhaps through some content that gets them saying, hey, I would love to know more. So the first part about the 
the abundance shift is I want to share that one of a, a great summer reading book is Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the author of Eat, Pray, Love, and Big Magic. And I'm just diving into this book again. And I open to the page that says scary, scary, scary. And I want to say to you, this is when we say people like, just go for the no, do it, that behind all of the motivation that you might hear and the confidence is that it takes courage. It takes courage to do something interesting with your life, like build a network marketing business, say yes to an online business. And she talks about this in Scary, Scary, Scary. She lists some of the ways in which you might be afraid to live what she calls a more creative life. And a more creative life to me is one that has an interesting plot twist. So you might say, well, my network marketing business isn't creative. Yes, it is. It's because you are painting a new picture. You're being creative with your time, with your energy, with what you're learning online to, to build an income, to make an impact, and to build a community of humans that you can serve. So I want to read in The Abundant Shift some of the ways that um, she talks about courage. And what she says is that you're, you are going to have a bottomless list of fears and it can be scary. And she really addresses in her book about courage. So she taught, she goes from this list to the part about what it takes to go from fear to courage. And it's, it's such it's such a great book on Audible or even in person. And I'll read a few of them because I think they're, they're really, really well-written. And I think you might be able to relate. You're afraid you have no talent. You're afraid you'll be rejected or criticized or ridiculed or misunderstood or worst of all, ignored. You're afraid there's no market for your creativity and therefore no point in pursuing it. You're afraid somebody else already did it better. You're afraid... Everybody else already did it better. You're afraid somebody will steal your ideas or it's safer to keep them hidden forever in the dark. You're afraid you won't be taken seriously. You're afraid your, your work isn't politically, emotionally, artistically important enough to change anyone's life. You're afraid your dreams are embarrassing. And so I want you to think of your business as a creative endeavor because it is. You're putting out content. You are sharing on social media stories and you are writing stories just like someone would write a book and you are connecting with those stories. So having those fears, we'll hear someone say, you know, eat that frog and do it anyway. And yes, we do things scared. We do things through courage and her book has that chapter on courage that is that is so helpful. So the name of the book is Big Magic, Creating Creative Living Beyond Fear. That's your abundant shift is to, to really research and think about courage. Perhaps grab that book, read that chapter, and um, dive into what does courage feel like and look like for you and how does that show up. And um, I can't wait to hear about that piece of it because it is courageous. It's courageous to put to put it out there. It's courageous to have those conversations. And sometimes it um, it can trigger something from way back, like the day that seventh grade, I walked back to school after my grandfather had passed away and found that I had like been kicked out of the lunch table that I found such value. And I think that that's something that Ellie and I might, one of the this beautiful healer that I work on, like where, where am I feeling it? And um, that just came up when I started to think about courage. So we all have these moments that were traumatic. They might seem small consciously, but subconsciously they were traumatic. 
And um, I'm going to be sharing with you in in some of the episodes ways that you can unblock those things. Uh, not me. I'm not the expert on it, but there are ways to um, to journal about it, to manage your thoughts, to do energy work around those things that might be causing us to have that fear. And also diving into what courage looks like. And then for your building block today, the building block we're going to talk about does take courage. So there's been some discussion between leaders and in the industry and even, um, even within like my, my company and there's, it's a definition of what is cold messaging, which I do not agree with cold messaging of, you don't even know the person and you're reaching out like, Hey, are you open to my slimity, slimity, slickety, slickety sauce? Um, very rarely because you don't have a connection. Are you going to like open the door? Think about like, you didn't say yes. When somebody's in your neighborhood and they knock on the door and they want to sell you a vacuum cleaner, unless you were like on Amazon looking for a vacuum cleaner and you need a vacuum cleaner that day, that's a cold message. You're like, sorry, I, I, I don't, I don't need a vacuum cleaner. Um, and so you have to knock on so many doors and get so many doors slammed in your face that you stop wanting to sell vacuum cleaners. And that's cold messaging. So our job to go from cold to connection messaging is to create a connection with people that need what we have or we have something in common. So many times a connection can be made because you're in the circle with perhaps think about this. Why is it so easy when somebody says, well, in my war market, you needed your product so a friend of mine who sells essential oils, she's a homeschool mom, and she also is in an organic, like small, small house farming, meaning they don't have farms, but the organic homeschool group is they're learning all about sustainable soil. So she's like, it's so easy with these friends of mine when I'm in person to talk about the oils, because guess what? She already has a connected audience it's not cold. They all are into sustainable soil and plants. And so essential oils are in are an incredible part of that community. So she will talk about with one of the kids was having, a, was having trouble sleeping. And so she pulled out her oils and she said, try this, this on his feet, this on his temples. Um, and this is, this is why it, it's, you know, good for X, Y, and Z. And everybody wanted to know. And I said, think about this is if you walked up to the, in a park to, and this is, I'm using a physical visualization for you because then you can see it on social media. If you were in a park and you had your essential oils and you walked up to a random group and said, Hey, I'm going to show you how uh, your child can sleep better at night and grab the kid and put some essential oils, they might look at you like, what? I didn't ask you to come over here and share this. They might say, wow, that's cool because it is cool. And you might be super connecting and have a cute t-shirt on. And they're like, I love your t-shirt. And you make that connection because you've read how to win friends and influence people. And you're a great connector. So there are some people that can cold really well. My friend Julie is one of those, but most of us can't. So the warm connection is that she walking over to her group of they all showed up because they're homeschooling their kids and they're learning about sustainable planting and they're having conversations and they're connecting on some of the things going on with their kids. And then she says, oh my gosh, my son's not sleeping. No, I can trust. 
And then she's like, oh, can I share something with you that's worked for me? And pulls out the oils. And then it's a yes. So thinking about that on social media, how do you get to that connection is you provide valuable content that you're think about. If a lot of your audience are homeschool moms that are into organic, sustainable, and you're providing content that they are like, yes, yes, and you're using the hashtags and you're connecting with other mamas that are into the same thing, that have the same values and beliefs around homeschooling and organic things. And then you're sharing in your stories some of the the pains and frustrations that you know that they might be feeling. So most most families have a kid that doesn't sleep. That's just the way it is. I, I There was always one that was wandering the halls and one that could fall asleep with like 14 bulldozers out the window. So you've got content that's connecting and you're putting some of the selling things in your stories. And then how do you then go from having a warmer reach out is if in your daily method of operation, your power hour, your checklist, you are connecting on social media with those moms that you know have like the organic mommy, homeschool mom, sustainable, like you find your tribe and you are connecting with intention and you're asking questions, you're responding to their stories. Perhaps you do this on Facebook in a Facebook group. You've created that connection and then you are tapping through stories and you might see something. Maybe she's growing a tomato plant or maybe there's a homeschool order on the doorstep in her stories and you ask her about it. Tell me more about the XYZ program. We're considering it for next year. So now you are already chatting. And so she's probably going to go connect with your stories and see some things. And um, there will be an opportunity when you when you are like leaning into the energy and you're having that conversation, you wouldn't go right to, oh, we're talking textbooks, buy my things. So as you're talking about how long have you been homeschooling, and she might say, we started homeschooling because my daughter, Sarah, was having a, a tremendous amount of anxiety. And um, this was our way of, of creating more safety and and XYZ. Then you might say, oh my gosh, have you ever, um, are you familiar with how essential oils can help with anxiety um, with kids? I, I have in my story highlights, I have actually um, a blend that we've used often and it helps. You should just go to my story highlights and, and tap that and I would love to get you more information. And that is how you go from not knowing the person 24 hours ago to connection. And you're you're tracking that connection. But this takes more work than 58,000 cold messages to people that might not have any kids, might not want your essential oils, might not care about your anxiety blend or your sleep blend. And then if she isn't ready, you're still connected. And in your stories, you consistently are putting testimonials and ideas and homeschool ideas. And so your niche being the homeschool organic crunchy mama, um, maybe you even share like some bun tie dye without with with vegetables, whatever the case is, you are building a circle, a community around a common connection. So that C that I said at the end of how do you make the transition and the connection comes down to conversation, asking questions, looking for things that 
interest you about them, not thinking they need to come to me because I'm so fascinating and interesting. So the C is that's how the conversation and connection would go. So I'd give you the idea of if there's something that over and over again, you want to have a conversation about, or you want to use as a resource, put it in your story highlights on Instagram. Um, even if you have uh, 25 followers, you can have story highlights and, and use that as a resource, or you could put a link in your bio, or you could just even say, hey, you know what, let's hop off of, let's hop off of the DMs. Um, I can walk you through this, like, do you have 15, like, it will take me 15 minutes. Sometimes you might want that human to human connection. And then you can ask a question. If, if you've sent it over, you can then go back and say, was that helpful? Was that helpful? Did you see the recipe? And then she might say, oh, I didn't have a chance yet. And then you might have a little thing and say, hey, I'll just send it here. And then you have that opening to say, I would love to help you put this blend together. And you might even have some sample roller bottles and you might offer to put one in the mail. You might even then, another idea is to put in your stories that you have five of these sampler products that are only $10, that they can get a little taste of what it's all about. So that I hope helps you with the building block, which is creating some content and, and the building block of uh, cold messaging is, is easier. It's easier because you don't have to build any connection. You're just like, I'm going to play the numbers game. I'm going to go to this neighborhood. I'm going to sell these vacuum cleaners. Um, I'm going to knock on 400 doors and I'm going to sell three today. And it's tiring and your feet hurt and you're defeated and you are in a bad mood because so many people slammed the door on your face. But what happens if you were at the Golden Retriever convention and there was an area of people that were wanting to know how to keep the hair out of my house and you had a little demonstration and you had a little Golden Retriever there and you were showing how to get rid of the Golden Retriever hair and why your product was the best, you were going to attract eyes because you're in a space with people with golden retrievers. And they have said, oh yeah, I have hair problems with golden retrievers. So solidifying where your group hangs out. And here's the thing. I know what you're saying because I read minds. I don't have a niche. I don't homeschool. I don't have this. You've got something. Do you crochet? Do you grill out? What are your fives on your five personal brand? And those are the connections. Okay. Are you looking to be a speaker? There's all kinds of accounts. Are you looking to write a book? Are you looking to travel to Hawaii? Finding ways. And I love when you can have one of your personal brand buckets, like the homeschool organic mama, connect to your product because that's where it starts, the magic starts to happen. So think about how could I connect my love of golden retrievers with my product, which is the vacuum cleaner. See how that works? You can always tie those magical connections. And we'll be talking more about that in Camp Elevate this week. Actually, my live is going to be all about how to take a topic and connect it to a product. And so you're not just sharing product, but you're giving value around um, what we would call I would call it your group, your niche, people that love what you love, people that get value from what you love. So that's what we have today. I'm so grateful that you were here with me. I'm at 18 minutes. I promised we'd be at 15, but hey, three minutes over for me, that's a miracle. I'm going to pull a card today from the Spirit Junkie deck. And I, um, I love, I love, I love this deck because it's beautiful and 
This is the card that I pulled. It's one of my favorites. Owning my power inspires others to do the same. I am not afraid to shine. That, my friend, says that shine your light. Be you, show up, and share your beauty with the world. That's what I got from that card today. That's from my favorite deck. This is part of the Abundant Shift. I use um, Gabby Bernstein's Spirit Junkie decks, and I just pull cards whenever I feel like pulling cards. There's no rhyme or reason for it. I just like, didn't I sound like an expert? I'm going to pull a card for you. I would love for you to share this in your Instagram stories, Facebook stories. And if you tag No Boss Talk and Beth Holden Grace, that's even better. And because we're putting even more content over on No Boss Talk with um, the Magic 8-Ball for Network Marketers, giving you advice that can move your business forward and sometimes some snarky MLM humor because that's who I am. I'll see you guys all next week. Have a beautiful 4th of July. We will be back on July 5th with your next episode, or if you're listening to this after the fact, wherever you are, whatever season it is, make today full of joy. See you guys all next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today on You're Not the Boss of Me. I'm hoping that you found one thing that you will do today that will allow you to move forward to that big audacious goal. And I have a favor to ask of you, and that is leaving me a five-star review over in iTunes. Every single week, I read your reviews. I love hearing what you have to say, and it allows me to bring you more to get more people to interview that are doing the thing, breaking the glass ceilings, creating what they crave, and helping you with your game plan. So leave me a five-star review, and when you do, I enter you to win the You're Not the Boss of Me swag. So make sure you leave it, and we'll reach out to you if you're the winner. Thanks so much for hanging with me today, and we'll chat with you soon.